First up tonight, maybe some good news when it comes to high prices. This has certainly been a spring and summer of inflation. We've seen it with rising prices, rising interest rates as the Bank of Canada tries to rein in that inflation. The latest figures in Canada for June showed prices rising at their fastest pace since January of 1983, up from 8.1%, uh, up to 8.1% from 7.7% in May, but short of forecasts. Some believed it would be 8.4%. So there's some good news. Uh, we'll find out what July's inflation numbers were like next week here. Uh, but some light at the end of the tunnel, at least according to some U.S. data released this week. The annual inflation rate eased from a 40-year high of 9.1% in June to 8.5% in July. Again, that was below forecasts. Commodities such as oil, lumber, copper, all down. Crops such as wheat, corn, and canola as well. Prices dropping there. So what does that mean for us? And what will it mean for future interest rate hikes? What's the Bank of Canada looking into all this and seeing? Joining me now is someone who knows. Jean-Paul Lam is a former assistant chief economist and a principal researcher at the Bank of Canada. He's now an associate professor of economics at the University of Waterloo. Thanks for your time tonight. You're welcome. Thanks so for having some me. Really, yeah, some relief in sight. I guess uh, these numbers seem to be showing not not exactly, you know, we're not going back in time too far. At least we're not going back in time a few years. But it looks like things might be heading in the right direction when it comes to this, uh, this ever-increasing inflation rate. Yeah, as you mentioned, the data coming out from the U.S. That indicates that we are seeing some slowdown, at least in the rate of increase in prices. But I think a month of data is not enough to tell us that the successive increases in interest rates are finally working and slowing down demand in the economy to push prices down. I think there are still a lot of price pressures in the economy, and the the data, at least uh, from Canada, the data from June, uh, inflation does suggest that price pressures are still broad-based. And we need a few months of data to make sure that we are we are going to see inflation coming down finally. Right. Well, I guess one report does not a trend make, right? Um, what is pointing in the right direction, at least in the U.S. right now? I gather, I mean, definitely oil prices are down a bit. That'll always help. But uh, commodity prices in general seem to be dropping a bit. But that's not what you're talking about when you're talking about uh, about uh, demand demand continuing to be high. No, I, I think the, the good news is the pressure on raw materials uh, have eased at least uh, in June and July in the U.S., and it seems to be the case in Canada. Uh, things like oil prices, lumber prices, and, and other raw materials and commodities, the prices have fallen significantly, actually, uh, 20 to 25 percent in some cases. And that has translated into lower prices for consumers. I think the, the, we've seen also um, ease in, in some transportation costs, which were increasing at very significant rate in the last, at the beginning of the year. I think where we are still seeing a lot of price pressures, and we haven't seen these uh, full round effects yet, are in wage prices. We know that the shortages of labor are putting pressure on prices, and this is something that we haven't seen or accounted fully in the round of prices, at least in Canada. We might see more price pressures coming from higher wages. I think the good news is um, uh, the rate increases across the world from central banks are doing actually what they should be doing, that is easing demand and putting uh, less pressure on prices to increase. 
what could this mean? I mean, you you discussed that we can't really see what's happening yet, but what would this mean for for consumers in general? Will we see any sort of dropping in prices? I gather where we might see it a, a bit is in goods, as you mentioned, raw materials coming down a bit. Uh, but in services, and you mentioned the higher wages, services, I don't think we're going to see a break at all anytime soon. Actually, what is happening in the economy is actually what we thought would be happening. Remember when we hit the pandemic, a lot of the service industry were forced to close and we as consumers uh, could not spend our money as usual, but also a significant portion of uh, people get got a lot of money from the government as uh, hands out to, to help them in, in the hardship. So there was a lot of expenditure on goods and at the same time, if you remember, the production and the supply of goods were hampered because of uh, supply side constraints and also the economy closing down. So now what we are seeing is we are seeing this rotation of uh, consumption a little bit away from uh, goods. So that's why we're seeing the price pressures easing on consumption of goods away to services, things like travel, which is in high demand. So absolutely right that the inflation that we are now seeing is being moved to a large extent to the the price of services and that's why i think we're not out of the woods as many economists are claiming because we will see much higher inflation in the service sector yeah and, and i guess even on the raw materials side the war in ukraine continues winter's approaching we're reading about all sorts of potential energy shortages in europe uh that could change everything that could change the whole dynamic quite quickly i would imagine Definitely. I, I, no one can predict what will happen in Ukraine. We know that the uh, Russia's invasion in Ukraine is still putting a lot of pressure on energy prices and, and on food prices. Until this conflict has a resolution, I don't think we will see prices significantly abating there. And um, people might have forgotten about this, but we're still in the midst of, of the pandemic around uh, in a lot of countries. And this will continue putting a lot of pressure on supply constraints and supply chains. We're still not out of the woods. And we're still hearing from a lot of industries that they are still suffering from shortages in raw materials. If you look at the auto industry, there's still a chronic shortage of semiconductors. So all these supply constraints uh, will continue to put pressure on prices in the next few months. And Honestly, we've, as you mentioned, with winter coming in, with higher demand for energy and uh, the conflict in Ukraine restricting supply of energy, especially in Europe, this will again uh, put pressure, further pressure on oil prices in, in winter to increase. So it's, it's, there are lots of forces at play affecting inflation right now, and it's, I think it's, it's hard to know what will happen to inflation in, in the short run. In the, I think in the long run, everyone agrees. By the long run, I mean in the next year, by the middle of 2023, we should see inflation coming down because the supply constraints should start easing to a large extent, and hopefully we have a resolution in, in Ukraine as well. Yeah, uh, I mean, I guess, is it fair to say we're seeing a bit of a leveling off, though, to some extent? I mean, we've seen these big increases over the last many months up until, you know, up into the 8% range. Is it fair to say that might be leveling off a little bit? Yeah, I think it is. Uh, the rate of increase in prices should start slowing down. I mean, prices may continue to increase, but the rate at which they are increasing should slow down. This is 
I think good news for everyone. This is good news for central banks. I, th- I think it will ease the pressure on central banks to increase interest rate rapidly. But we're still facing very high inflation compared to what we've been accustomed to in the last 25 years in Canada. Remember, the, the target of the Bank of Canada is 2%, and we are at eight, uh, 8.1% in, in June. Uh, so we still have a long way to go to bring down inflation from 8 to 2%, which is what the, the Bank of Canada's commitment is to Canadians. A good segue, Jean-Paul Lamb, because when we come back, we'll talk about uh, what the Bank of Canada might do with interest rate hikes going forward, given this data, if, if, if we're able to predict. Uh, I'll be back with Jean-Paul Lamb after this. Jean-Paul Lamb is with us this half hour. He's a former assistant chief economist and a principal researcher at the Bank of Canada. He's an associate professor of economics at the University of Waterloo. We're talking about inflation, uh, some signs in the U.S. Uh, data released this week that things are maybe slowing down just a little bit. But as Jean-Paul was saying, one report does not a trend make. Uh, I know from uh, your old position at the Bank of Canada that they'll be watching all of this very closely to see what to do. Um, any any thoughts on what they might be seeing with the, with all this data out there? They must be seeing exactly what you are, which is one trend, one uh, report does, a trend does not make. Yeah, I, I think they, they will stay the course. They know that there's a long way to get inflation back to the target, which is 2%. So Canadians should brace themselves for further increases in interest rate. The the Bank of Canada usually estimates what we call the, the neutral interest rate. So this is an unobserved interest rate where we think at that level there is no pressure on prices to increase or decrease. So this is the magic number if you want, where the Bank of Canada wants to get to, to get inflation back to 2%. And their estimates suggest that this neutral interest rate is around 3%. Now, because inflation has been running extremely high and volatile for a while, they need, they need to get their interest rate past that neutral rate. So that's my opinion. I think we will see interest rate go beyond 3%. To get inflation back to 2%. It won't happen overnight because it takes a while for interest rates to, to work their magic through the economy to decrease aggregate demand. But no matter the numbers we see in July coming out next week, even if we see some numbers easing in terms of inflation, the Bank of Canada will stay the course and uh, there will be a a fairly significant and a fairly significant increase in interest rate next uh, next month. So you're thinking somewhere around three and a half percent might be might be that magic number. I think this is where the Bank of Canada will go by the mid of 2023, around three and three and a half percent. Obviously, it's data dependent. The interest rate path is very data dependent. If they see that they are making progress on inflation, that inflation is falling faster than they expect, the pace at which they increase interest rate will slow down, obviously. But if inflation remains sticky and stubborn and volatile, as we've seen in the last six months, I think the pace at which we've seen interest rates increases the last uh, couple of months will continue. Most economists, uh, obviously, uh, we're not, it's very hard to predict inflation, but it's fair to say that the Bank of Canada and other central banks around the world 
have been surprised by how fast inflation has been increasing and how volatile it has been. Jean-Paul Lamb, thank you so much for your time. Have a great weekend. You too. Thank you for having me again.